Hey, I'm Khaled Egg and I'm a fourth year undergraduate student at Carleton University in the Department of Anthropology. As a part of my fourth year independent research course with Dr. Matthew Hawkins, I embarked on a journey to try to understand the intergenerational experiences of Somali people living in Ottawa. Using an intergenerational scope, I have interviewed three older participants, which I define as 30 and above, and three younger participants, which I define as younger than 30, to gain a deep understanding of the process of placemaking in a part of the world that is different than the one they ethnically originate. On today's episode, we have Fosia Agna Ali. In this episode, Fosia shares her journey in leaving Somaliland and coming to Ottawa, Canada and making Ottawa her home. She shared the difficulty involving reorienting herself within a new world, which was different than the one she came to know. In this first section, Fosia and I discuss how Somali people identify. She explains that she's from the northern region of Somalia, known as Somaliland. We then discuss another way Somali people identify, and that's through their clan. Fosia explains that she's a part of the Isaq clan, which is one of the major clans of Somalia. Ibala Mohamed, Fosia's cousin, joins in and adds that they come from Wukoyi, which is also known as Marodicheh. The major cities of Wukoyi are Hargeisa, the capital of Somaliland, and Birbira. The region is the region, right? I know, like in region, you can see that the region is the Somali but hai Somali hai man after the kira dan man Somali the kira dan. Ha yat kat hai. Ha exactly. Somali kini bari rada. Like I think man kas man kas shagna saan sorna saan yat hai wahal warna yaha. What sirna sa? What esak bat hai? Okay. In this next section, I ask Fosia and Ibado what they understand the concept of Somali Nemo to be. They share that love, community, coming together, family, and how when they came here, they felt a sense of loneliness and detached from their roots and the way they've come to see the world. The transition process that they explain is rooted in the experience of having to reorient themselves in a new world. A world where they had to learn a new language, learn how to navigate existing systems, be the minority, and have very little connections, if any. Fosia then shares that when she had her kids, she had to get used to being here, even though she didn't want to be here. Fosia shared that it took her three years to get to used to Canada. Ibado then shared the difficult reality of coming to a place where you don't have a house, money, not owning any possessions, being in a new country, and the complexities in between. Fosia then shared the weather component of living in Ottawa, with some of the most difficult winters in the world. Ibado then shares, Somalis coming to Canada today have it easier because the community is already established. Fosia then shared that when she came to Canada, no such thing existed. Ibado shared that back home when people had children, the neighbor would take care of your child if you had something to do or somewhere to be. But when they came to Canada, that didn't exist. Mm-hmm. 
In the next section, Fosi shares her experience moving into an apartment in the Riverside area, which is in the south end of the city when her twins were born. She shared the experience she had in the building and how it was poorly maintained. She began sharing that when she entered her neighbor's house, she saw mold and that the smell of the unit was unbearable. She explained that she asked her neighbor what the mold was and pointed out that it's not healthy. The neighbor then shared that she knew and that she even went to court with the property managers because they wouldn't fix it. She then shared after a while, she noticed the mold was starting to build up in her oldest son's room. And when she brought it up with the property manager, she stated that they sprayed something on it and proceeded to paint over it. A few days later, the property manager came to visit the house and claimed that the mold was because of the washer and dryer. The property manager and Fosia's husband at the time exchanged words as the husband was angry about the port maintenance. The property manager then got lawyers involved and intended to prosecute Fosia for the mold that he blamed on her. She then pointed out that she was not the only one with mold in their units and that there were multiple people on the floor with the same issue. The property manager gave Fosia a 15-day notice prior to being evicted. It was winter at the time. She shared that the community was important as they supported her with providing resources like a lawyer, a place to stay, and an interpreter. The lawyer and the interpreter then visited Fossi in her apartment and advised her not to turn off her kitchen fan. Ibado then asked what the link between the fan in the kitchen and the mold in the kids' room was. Fossi then stated that she never knew what mold was because it was never something that she had to deal with before. The lawyer then told Fosia to make sure she had a recorder with her every time she was around the property manager to capture the moments where he would call her and her family names. The lawyer then went to visit Fosia's neighbor's house. She added that she knew that they had no understanding of mold either. The lawyer then found other Somali women in the building and also took photos of their mold in their houses. She shared how this is a huge revelation against the property owners and managers. She then shared that after the lawyer acquired sufficient evidence, they went to court. It was Ramadan. During the trial, the lawyer emphasized the various intricacies involved in Fosia's situation, namely the fact that she and other tenants were new to the country and that they didn't know the language and that they didn't know anyone, and the mere fact that they were told they were going to be evicted. She shared that the judge gave the property managers the opportunity to speak first and how they were able to hire top lawyers. The lawyer then shared the recordings that Fosia took, the pictures of the molds in her and her neighbor's apartments, this was enough evidence to then sue the property managers, which she referred to as the French. She then shared that when she moved to Bayshore, the apartment that she moved into had the same issue. Fosia then reached out to the same community members and they helped co-sign. She shared that she was grateful for these things to happen the way they did and that if she didn't have community, the property managers would have continued to take advantage of her and her neighbors. Aqa 
أدوية ما نوقون مول ما نوقون وحنا أخرية مصب دعضني مصوبنا مين نقان أدوه نينك لا يكون بيريون ناتكو يرونت إنتربريتك وربضان مركا ساق أدوه بري ريكوردين هوس ساق شكر كذا مركا ودين عايو حس وفرنسيس سعد عيدا فرنسيس ما كان لكن ده واحد من الجاس أدوه مالين تي دمبا ينتي لا يركي واحد من ينتي بتجي أنتو كحيا دغري أفغانستان وسوق البحرين الله وحني يبغون هذا السوق ملاها أنا إلا وحنا تقرين كم يقانا واتلاس هيدين هيد كراي أي ركسر يا ركسر قطر وأقوى شو بلون بوس قات واتلاس صور كيا تتميز وأقوى سكوح عركون شد محكمة بلا لا يا لا أرنج كراي ويحي ورا مذا خد سهر مكسرين ده واتلاليم شين كيدونا يعني أي ميرس ده مخوالة كحي ينتين ولا ما أنت ولا كحي مكسر لكن لا يركي واحد بقر وحقر الدنيا دم وحي وضد عصب أف يضد يضطنا ما يقانان توأول محلوبي ما في تين ريزورة كعب وحير بين وقتين كورم بوري نكي مركز محكمة دي لها الله إلا أنا ونهضة توحي بس يجو أرتا بنتي يدوي يجا ما كور هدي الله يرد ضد ضد الله يرخ ترهاست بيحب دورا 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 بيحب الله ما كمان ما كده ميام بقى إنه نوحيني الله يركب بده الله 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 كورم بوسيدا أدو وده ككل عصب أدو سياسة أدو سياسة أنت أقولي لقاعدة اللي بقول أدو كوسردون ده أنا ملو جراني بقف كأنت بدرك بكوهلاي قف الصب وده أنا جراني وينتر قبل يوم قال أنا ببير لشيء سامتين ده واحد البروبلم ظلم بقر ما أقول 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 أنت كعب معادي اللي أحب أن سمعنا في اللي اللي مركا ما سيد عسى هذا كل ما كده يوم بقول واحد يقول أنا صار لي بريكور كي يسوي عيتامية صوري دي مارك بيلين كايا كايا ولي بابا بينير رأيك يا فرسان تصدق قرمي بابا قرمي كوي كله دشة كوي كله نايلون نقار كله هاتو تروح نبغوري يا إنما ذا يكاي يكاي هيا دوات ولا سوغري بلا أنا أقول يا فرانسيسكي نكاري وحني بلا أنا قشقة يستوي أنا قربة أنا حاجة أنا قد مركي أفضل وحسن كسرقنا مركي ما دام كسر أحمد كلاس ومحي أروح على إنا على ورابي وذاك مسعرين إنا إنا وردوشة ورد ورداح وكل دكان كيرو ما يكون هانشري كل يوم مكان نوع الله ونقول ده كونسينر إذا بري كونسينر بيش فيفتي فايف تاوزن بالسوق أحمد ده هنا ما يروح الشواء كرمالا سنتين بالمال ده أساسا بيش أكو صبرنا وقصوق حن حرشة يدانتي هبرا ما كان ما كان صوت عمار ترى يحب جرينيني حداني ما كان لاير كايل هاي نو صدري أنا عيدي يوحي ركل ريكورد جرين سوى ده بوق ده عيتمية يصورادي ده مول كي بالعيدي جري كلاور ولا هاي كون ما حاجة يروح شينا شتاني قلنا أيه ده ورش سكولاب على هذا كتير بلا هذا كتير طبعا يقول مركب يقول مركب دان دان أنا أقوام مويال لكن اللي بعطها بريد وضر كان الحمد لله رب العالمين ولا عبارة بتر من وباتي ولين أنا راضي هرت قف أنا واللي ما راح تقف سيدي استغفر الله ما مويال بلا والله هذا لكن ده كله مذو مذو بدر يدينا مذين بس تسلق من السعيني مذو ولا بدي لا يمين أكيد هكذا بريد ويتح نسني وعدي كيرا عبد الرحمن على رحمة بس هو حلود اللي مذو مو هاي وخالياته بعدين فوسين عبادة shared that a common place a small people would meet would be at a park in Ottawa. She shared that she found a cousin that she had been searching for for a very long time. Ibadah shared how, how rare this was, because this woman was, that Fosse was looking for was the only individual she knew of at the time, but didn't have any contact of. She shared that she had documents for her cousin, and on the papers it said that she lived in Toronto. She shared that she found that this woman was very procedure-oriented, 
She shared how she found this woman was very procedure oriented. She asked a friend and that friend shared that an entire building was full of Ishaq people. She then proceeded to share that there was a cultural festival that Somali people would go to. She went with her kids and her friend. She saw the woman when they, when they were under a gazebo escaping the rain and after the rain cleared up, her friend indicated that, that that's the woman that she had been looking for and that she just left the gazebo. Fosi then found her before she left and they both cried tears of joy. Fosi then shared that her cousin connected her with the Isaac community in Ottawa. Her and I discussed how this was all in a time where there was no technology and the main method of communication was letters. And that's what the woman's sister gave to Fosia to give to her sister. Sadly, <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, yeah. That's so interesting. That's so interesting. Yeah, wow. Okay. Here, Fosia talks about how she was born in Hargeisa, Somaliland, and all of her family, aside from her children, were born in Somaliland. Hargeisa? Okay, Hargeisa is Fosia goes on to discuss how prior to coming to Canada, she didn't think Canada would be a long-term stay. She shared that she fled from war, and she was constantly worried about the state of her loved ones during the war. She shared that idea of going back was constantly on her mind. Okay, 
Fosse shared the fear of being alone and isolated. She shared that prior to recording this episode, she was sorting out the storage room and feared that if something fell on her, there would be no one to help her. And the loneliness was a bad thing. She shared that while she lived in the same neighborhood as us, she never had to think about that. But ever since she moved out, the feeling of isolation has exponentially grown. Like you might mention to me, what kind of shit? I'm like, "Ninkiyat arakteya tri okushayet building kawala ishaf bagabuha." Next question: What have How important is having a community to be a part of? You know. Yeah, well, part of life. Yeah, it's very important for survival, right? For I think it was survival, right? yeah Fosin shared that not having a space to collectively come to would make communication and the maintenance of culture difficult. In addition, she shared that all of this happened within a span of a week. And that if she were here longer, she would have found the phone number of the woman regardless. In this next section, Fosse shares that Somali people usually find or see one another at mosques, weddings, or other large gatherings. Usually, the Macaulay Massacre and Sweden, Amarosia, the 
Fosia shares that the connection between a parent and child can be different if the parent doesn't teach a child Somali when they're young. Fosia added that a factor in the lack of understanding between generations is the fact that children and youth spend a large majority of their time away from home, whether that be at school or work. Outside of the house, the children aren't speaking Somali, and the only time they would be speaking Somali would be at home. She shared that this impacts the child's understanding of Somali because the context and the experience is missing. Fosia then goes on to explain that the same way she understood English would be the same way her children would understand Somali. قال لك واحد واحد والد كل وطوي يا راعي لك انسى المكان اللي حتى ما في وين هي هادو ما في الصومال قاعدوا يقعني وكان نقول سكوماها والد سوميد معها وعدين وفهمي وحي مكا لكن هادنا سواماها سكوف سي ما تنك نقو انا غير نقو سكوف واحد تين كلا كلا كلتر سي سمتين لك ديفرين كما انا دا ما كم غنتين حاجة دلتكين باكل سوقوها ساتها exactly <laughs> No, because even sometimes I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Sometimes I don't know what to do. So sometimes I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to in this next section, Fosia shares that she feels most comfortable when she's around other Somali people. But she also shares that she's been here for so long that she feels normal. comfortable <laughs> Yeah. Throughout this episode, Fusi highlighted the barriers involved in her immigration experience, some of which were language, social isolation, lack of community, and raising children in a different culture. She shared how important the community was to her experience in navigating this new chapter in her life, and without the community, the process would have been significantly more difficult. When considering how placemaking occurred for Fusi and Ibado, they shared that the process wasn't confined to a physical space, rather, it was where the other Somali people were. The challenges of locating community in a time where there was no internet increased the embodiment of isolation. Fosia explained in her interview that Somali people from the diaspora who are coming to Canada today have it much easier because the Somali community is already established and that they have access to the internet. <laughs> 